This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Jesus is Lord. In the month of April, we are going to spread God's word all across this city again. Say, please, a month of evangelism. Is somebody ready this morning? How many people watch the first service? Or you watch the second service? Or you were by chance here? Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Winning the battles of life. <laughs> Part two. Remember, our God is a man of war. So God loves fighting. <laughs> the Bible says the Lord is a man of war. Amen. That's why one of his names is the Lord of hosts. Commander-in-chief of the armed forces of heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. He loves to fight. And then we read the Bible say, fight a good fight of faith. That the Bible expects you to be a fighter. And then we read that the Bible say, last week we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That fighting good of faith, that was possible this is, uh, uh, to a fight a good fight of faith. Then the Bible says, Ephesians chapter 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, start from verse 12, but against principalities, against power. So we are fighting constantly. But I want to take it a step further today. What we should understand about battles. There are spiritual warfare. There are battles in your soul all around. Hallelujah. When a baby is born, it begins by crying. Because he has come to fight. <laughs> and when he's not crying, they beat him to make him cry. They don't want a baby to come into this world smiling. <laughs> People don't see that as a good sign. It shows how terrible the word is. That you are welcoming somebody by crying. The one that decides not to cry, you flog. So cry. So show that you are one of us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you. you. Can have your seats. If you are not conscious of this, you get weary. But those who know, they are ready. So we are going to look at certain battles in the Bible. To understand some things. David was a king in the Bible that never lost any battle. Except the battle against temptation. Which we'll talk about another time. One of the topics under this will be fighting temptations. Because you don't only fight forces of darkness. You don't only fight fear. You also fight temptations. Hallelujah. How many people have been tempted there before? Or who, who has never been tempted before? So that we can ask you to lay hands on the rest of us. Because somehow you are above temptations. Hallelujah. <laughs> but we want to read. Just stay. Let's just read. That first Samuel chapter 17. It has turned out to be the biggest battle ever. Or the most talked about of all of, all of the epic battles. Christians and unbelievers talk about this battle. The battle between a boy called David and a giant called Goliath. Books have been written on it. Nobody denied the story because it happened for real. But let's take something from this battle. 
verse 45. And I want to read because I have a short time this afternoon. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield. When the enemy fights, he fights with a sword, spear, and shield. Again, we look at each one of these things. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. There is a Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. Next verse. This day, hmm, the Lord will deliver you to my hand. I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. I will give thee to the carcasses, give to the carcasses of the host of the Philistine, to the fowls of the air, and the wild beasts of the earth. Then the earth may know that there is God. Know that there is a God in Israel. What an audacity. The first thing you notice, David declared the end of the battle before the battle started. He said, you come against me with sword, spear, and shield. But I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. Now, when it comes to warfare, when it comes to winning the battles of life, one of the first things we discussed that last week, you must understand that our God is a man of war. Next to that, you must understand that there will always be battles in life. Those who know, like we get hungry, we eat from victory to victory as you overcome one situation another one will come every blessing that god gives you will be contented you are healthy then something can show up to challenge the health then you pray to god i'm single i want to get married you get married there are battles to fight in the marriage then you pray lord i want to have children you get children you might have to follow one to school to face one issue one might not feel for a particular time you might have to pray over your kids against wrong company. There is nothing that is a blessing to humanity that there is no fight behind it or that you will not have to fight one way or the other. If you are poor, many battles. If you become rich, many more battles. <laughs> Hallelujah. One woman said that she prayed her husband should never be rich so that he will not forsake her. No, she saw a lot of examples around. Are you getting what I'm saying? So every level, so when people are down, there are battles that are for the people down. And when people are lifted, there are forces of darkness that don't fight church members. They go for leaders. There are spirits that it's like you don't use misery against a thief on the streets. You are wasting resources. So you go and call military and they set up Misa. Say, what are you looking for? A boy stole somebody's wallet. That's how you have brought ammo tank. Either you are stupid as soldiers or you are under a spell. You don't do that. But there are some battles when they show up. You go to your arsenal. You have to come out with some more sophisticated weapons. Satan chooses his battle carefully. Satan will never come for some individuals. When he says Satan, 
as a generic term for forces of darkness. But sincerely speaking, only few people will be visited by the Lord of darkness directly himself. Because it's not to me, it can't be everywhere at the same time. So he selects his battle very carefully. As soon as Jesus began to fast for 40 days, he came. He came for Jesus and he showed up. So there are temptations that will happen to you when you are a global leader. There are some when you are a local leader. There are some when you are a follower. Everyone at a level you are, and when you change level, angels watching over you might grow in number, demons attacking you also will change strategy. This is why almost everything people receive from God. We almost turn to a problem later. Except it is controlled by God who gave it to you. Do you know some of the people who died in motor accidents wouldn't have died? Some who, who drove their car and died if they did have a car. What are some other people died because they did not have a car? If they had their own car, they would have escaped. Everything meets everybody at the level they are. So, whoever you are, what you need is not to dodge the battles of life, but victory over them. Is to understand how to win at all times. Amen. Amen. There is no family you marry into. <laughs> Let me not start because I think I will reserve family last. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. They won't sing it today. You are the sugar in my tea. And after two years of living together, you know what, Pastor, I'm tired. I don't like him. I don't like his mom. Because you, nobody has told you. Do you know how many people have shared testimony on a new job? Only for a boss to show up and his direct replica of Lucifer. His goal is to frustrate you in the office. And now the joy of that job is no more there. You go to office sunken every now and then. But you wrote your testimony when the job came. You dance around the room and dance and dance. What do you think of parents who gave out to children troubling the world? So that we like, Lord, if I knew, I would have asked you not to send this child through me. All the people, rapists and terrible things, the people in the world, they have mothers and they came to the world like every other person. The battles of life. But then I want to just show us something today. Which is a simple principle. One of the winning strategies in Christ is that you must see the end from the beginning. And I'm not, it's not so much of seeing the end from the beginning. I want to talk more of what enables you to see this. So when Goliath came out, everybody looked at his eyes. Ah. And some things that happen in the Bible are still happening now. They are giants. Only that there is no promised land without a giant. And you are not applauded in the spiritual realm until you conquer one. Are you following me? Yes, there are two stories I want to show us. When the mighty men of the tribe of Judah faced the enemy, they were told by God not to be afraid. If you don't know that song, your salvation has not been for long. <laughs> Sing a victory song in the time of war. Trust in Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you following me? That's the story of Jehoshaphat. They are the two things I'm looking at today David and Jehoshaphat. 
And I want to show you the line. There are many battles. Remember Anna. When we, got, when we get to Esther, I'm going to be talking about how to turn the tide around. Ah, it does not matter the news that is gone and what has happened. Brethren, it is not over until it is over. A family that is losing today can still win. Even in matches, we have seen 4 0 being turned around. It is not over. Ah, glory to God. It does not matter the news around. It is there is still something a child of God can do. Because there are different types of battles. There are battles that you are seeing ahead of you. There is one that comes up suddenly and you are surrounded. David was not surrounded. Goliath was on that side. He was here. The beautiful, beautiful thing about battles like that, when the enemy is found, you are it means that the enemy is blocking something that you must assess for your life to make a meaning. And if you don't cross, you remain at a level. You will have to. Goliath does not come to your territory to sit over you. Goliath, pro, uh, are, are, you, are you with me? So there is Red Sea kind of battle. There is Jordan kind of battle. There is Jericho. Jericho is for you that you don't cross your inheritance. When God gives you a promise, when you lie down your bed, you earn 100K, but you keep seeing vision of 5 million. If you don't conquer Jericho, that 5 million will only be in the dream world. It's, it's at the other side of Jericho. And Jericho will not come at me to now you go carry your leg, go meet Jericho. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there are battles that will come to you. There are battles that you will come to. Because to advance in life, there are passages we have to pass through. And the earth will ask you, when you say lift up your head, oh, you get, they will ask you that, who is the king of glory? But Jesus answered, said, the Lord strong and mighty in battle. This is why the first thing that leads to ability to see the end from the beginning. There are two factors which I want to talk about today. They will help you to see the end from the beginning. Number one is the anointing. And number two is the word of God. When I talk about anointing, I talk about the presence of God. Many people have seen the faith of David. But they've not read what really happened before David encountered Goliath. God knew that he would wake up. In the case of David, there was no prior announcement and there was no word from God. I'm showing you two battles. Now, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Let's read about King Jehoshaphat. That was the song I sang now. When the mighty men of the tribe of Judah faced the enemy, they were told by God not to be afraid. He will give them his selling down your sword. Lift up a song for the battle is mine, says the Lord. Nobody's helping me to sing. Oh. Okay. I keep my song to myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. I keep it. You know, one day in school, there was a lecturer that was trying to teach. And he said something about a policy made in Nigeria one time like that, and everybody was looking. It's a kind of political question at the course. And so he said, Oh, you guys don't know, you don't know current, you don't know what's happening in your nation. He said that that same policy was what a fellow sang a song on it, and he sang fellow song, and they were looking at it. So all the way I was talking and writing, I said, That's the day that if you don't know current affairs, but at least you know fellow song, and they sang it, and nobody joined him in singing. Ah, so he turned. Then he said one more thing that, ah, that this one that was all over TV and then nobody knew it again. Then he dropped and said, sorry, let's start with, what do you know? 
said, he said, maybe I should not start for what you don't know. What is that? He said, you don't know correct affairs. You don't know what was on TV. You don't even know the last song. He said, sorry, class, what exactly do you know? So that we know where to start from. <laughs> it came to pass that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with other beside Amorite came against Jehoshaphat to battle. It's as if you sit down your own at times and problem will just come. How many people here have been challenged before that something came up that threatened you, that shook you, maybe in the place of walking your health or your life. Let me see your hand. You've been, you have faced battle before. And you know what is a serious battle to somebody? It's another battle. <laughs> I believe just should know the lady I'm talking about. She, they were the same sex. She grew up in Asurok. When were you? She was actually living with OBJ in Asurok. After holiday, she would go to Asurok. Asurok was her house because OBJ gave them a place. They were somewhere close to OBJ. So she was, she was living in Asurok. So she was in a fellowship. She was not this family raised abroad. This day. And then one day she was telling her pastor, I went through a lot. Lord, what did you go through? She said, ah, that was a very, there was a day from morning till night she didn't have money. That was what she went through. So, be on the brother beside me, say, we thought, so we, when we asked her, for how long did the lack of money last? He said, one day, I said, child. So, but that is where we live. <laughs> when we're students, you know, that is our arena. That days of one month without pocket money, and by faith, we shall eat. I said, one day. And we will live there. <laughs> she had never experienced not having money for one day. You know, we had to pretend as if we understood her pain. When she left, we were talking to her, oh, girl. No, one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so this book came, next verse, and there came some that told Joseph, saying, there cometh a great host. I once mentioned this. Anytime you see a gap, a gap, between the attack and yourself, it means that Satan wants you to be afraid. Why didn't they just, you read about nations that were invaded suddenly. Why didn't they just invade? There is a spiritual edge around you. Fear brings it down. I told you, I said it a few times in this church, and I think I said it a, a, a while ago. I said it many times in this church. When a spirit appears to a Christian and he says, I'm going to kill you, it is because the spirit made an attempt spiritually and he could not. Now he needs your permission to do the killing by you exercising fear. A man is more vulnerable when he's asleep. That is the best time to kill him. Why waking him up to now tell that you want to kill him? You get what I'm saying? All of a sudden, somebody came to tell Joseph, faith comes by hearing. Fear also comes by hearing. There are news who hear and fear will catch you. Said Joseph, Ah, there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea, Syrian. And he said, Behold, they are just close by. Next verse. You will have to follow me. Joseph, fear. Kalu say, see, when you are afraid, this is what people do. Oh, pray for me. At times, or many times, the real battle. It's not what you are thinking will happen. It is that fear that you should fight first of all. Why am I allowing fear in my life? 
Sometimes you might need to stay in God's presence for a long time. This is why we fast at times until the fear is taken out. The problem is not what you are expecting to happen. The problem is that there is a fear in you connecting to that thing. I get what I'm saying. So Joseph had to fear, but he did something. He set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast. This is the real purpose of a fast. Sometimes, oh God, oh God, ah, stop my uncle, stop my boss from what he wants to do. Don't let them sack me. Before you address that event they're about to do, address the fear inside you first of all. Tell the truth, Heavenly Father, I am afraid of what I've just heard right now. That they will do this and this to us. I am afraid. Leave the person talking all of them for face yourself. Lord, I have heard the report that this will happen and right now I am afraid. Begin to pray about that fear. That's what we'll talk about next service, uh, next, uh, 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 next Sunday, different services I will pick on supplication. There is a type of prayer called supplication where you really bring yourself to the presence of God in honesty and in truth until something happens. That was what Joseph had. He did not deny the fact that Lord and friend. They said, host against you. Like said, bandits everywhere. Said, it will scare anybody. But it is about what to do next after that news. In God's mercy, he pardons people. But the first thing many people do is to tell someone else the news you have just heard. Everybody understand my voice. Correct that now. No matter how close you are to anybody, God is closer to you than any mortal person. Any news you hear, the first person you should talk to, even if it's five minutes, is God before you tell another person. In the beginning, God. In the beginning must be God. It's as if you make it at times. It's not that God is merciful. Out of his sovereignty, you might cause his heart to be grieved and not want to act very fast by what to do first when you hear bad news. Since you call somebody for like that, your savior, even if it's on your way home, before you talk to anybody, begin by God first. Who made you and who sees it all? Father, this is what is going on. Are you getting what I'm saying? Next verse. I will come to this when I start talking about different types of battles one by one. Joseph proclaimed a fast in the whole assembly. I want to say this straight away, which we'll talk about when we talk about fighting as a community. There are battles in people's, around people and in people's life. Some you will win yourself. Some you will need other people to join you. This is the purpose of a church. This is the purpose of household. This is the purpose of household. There are things that when they start, uh, there, there were things that we passed through as a church or even me as an individual that I would just tell the pastors here, guys, this is what is going on and we need to pray and they join. Peter, James, and when they were threatened by error, they felt that like this kind of threat, you don't go alone to pray. They returned to their own, Acts chapter 4, they went to their own companies and gathered. When they prayed, the place shook and everybody became bold. There are some threats that you will not have to pray about by yourself only. You need to get two or three of them because the power multiplies with unity. One will chase a thousand, two will say ten thousand. You see, it depends on the level of what is against you. Things are not against you at the same level. If I'm driving on your way home now, because a drunk food driver crosses you or you cross him, he comes and he says, Madam, I will kill you. You are not going to be so much afraid. The worst that can happen, maybe we assault you or abuse you or say something. So he has used the word that will kill you, but it doesn't move you much. Because you know, a downfall guy does not have power to kill you. But see, if the president of a nation sent a soldier to you to bring a letter to your house that I will kill you, 
<laughs> Especially military president, a dictator, you know the meaning. Or if a world-renowned terrorist, known all over the world, writes you personally, and he says that, say, I know your name, the next bomb is coming to your family. <laughs> that we call upon the name of the Lord. Because two things we look at. Does he have the ability to yes? Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me not get ahead of myself. Let me not get ahead of myself. As we are here right now, there are certain things I cannot say against the nation or even against these things because I can get everybody and myself in trouble. But you see, in five years or so, the church can get to a level that if I say the same thing, nothing will happen. In other words, sometimes know your level before you start moving your mouth. All of you, have you read that when they asked Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to bow or burn? Have you ever asked yourself that where was Daniel? Those who came to accuse Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were the ones that said that there are Jews here, they are not bowing. They saw that Daniel too was not bowing. But you see, that happened in chapter 3, Daniel. In chapter 2, the king already exalted Daniel. He was so close to the king. Your mouth can't... You, they could not, so they left Daniel and faced this one, because these ones were yet to be popular. Yes. There are certain levels that when you get there, the only thing that can engage you will be also an evil spirit that sits over his states. The ones that are small, small, recipe for disaster, they should try you. So the big ones will come. Because there are levels. There are levels. That's why the Bible shows that you have principalities, you have power, you are rulers of darkness of this or you are spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. They are not equally ranked. And when you talk about angels, so you have about six classes of angels. You are what they call archangels. You have cherubims. You have seraphims. Then you have ordinary angels. Not all angels have wings. And then you are what they call four living creatures. Some say they are sinful, some say they are funeral, but for purpose of clarity, you have those classes. And they are all hosts of heaven. But they don't answer this. There are some jobs. Ah, there was an angel that was coming to give an answer to Daniel. And the priest of Pasha saw the angel and stood the guy. We stood him. The angel couldn't conquer the priest of Pasha. Then he brought out his GSM. Then he called heaven. <laughs> then Michael came. Scatter. They go and deliver the message. And the guy didn't like when he came there, he said, Daniel, I'm sorry, I'm late. He said, Because the king of Pasha stopped me and the battle was stopped. I had to call for backup. But if Michael is coming to hearts, 10,000 princes of Pasha, they will withstand. Because people know their levels. And in every aspect of life, there are levels. When you see police of low rank, you know them. There are some like that that I don't know why people we are, we are public as you know, don't know some of them. They don't, they don't, those who don't have guns and if they even stop as if they are afraid of stopping people. You know those ones. They wear something funny like this. I just say, yes, no, no, no. They are always on this road. People pass, they don't answer them and they don't stop. 
But there are some when they do like this. When you see what they wear, common sense will tell you, or wisdom, that you better stop. But then when it is soldier, it's another level. People don't misbehave. Ah, I have seen <laughs> one of the days of the conference, they block express, and I need to assess my house from there. So the OCMD road was blocked. I you know when they blocked the express, people start driving. They will not go, it was free, but they blocked it. The craziness of Nigerian. You are coming, coming is traffic, going is free, but people will start forming tall and then they block. You know, God saw that I was tired, that the Abbey was, I just, in the car, a simple prayer. I love when God does that for me. He does that for everyone and they but many times, I say, Lord, I'm tired, God. Before I finish saying it, I think the jeep behind me, was top, top military officer there, the soldier just came down, two of them, and started slapping. People were just aligned. So they, so they had their Kobo. So there was a guy, a downfall driver, because it was chaotic. It was hot. He had removed his clothes. So and he was the driver. I fell for the guy. They were just giving him. On his head, his back, his head, his back. He kept reversing. They made them reverse till the entrance of my estate. I just drove in. I said, This is not a soldier. This is an angel. You know, Nigeria, at times people don't do what is right until there is a force. So people were coming down and running to tell the rest that ah, now soldier they come and everybody was reversing to pack. Like, Why did you do that before? Some it was Koboko, he felt he should give them. Some it was backhand. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, back. And so one sentence, go back. And they were reversing. But you know, some police will not. Uh... <laughs> you know, that's how somebody said that a soldier slap you. You know that police are truly your friends. <laughs> because there are categories of slap. <laughs> are you with me? Yes, sir. Oh God. Let me finish this. Go back. Are you following me? Yes, so there are different types and different levels. Jehoshaphat. I just want to stay with this story and then we, we conclude with David. Oh. Eight minutes or what am I looking at? Okay. Next verse. Judah gathered the seventy and asked for help. Even out of the city of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Next verse. Joseph asked to the condition of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of God before the new calf. Next verse. He said, O God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? I think I said, this guy did not start by magnifying the problem. He began to magnify God. There are things you say about God and the power of God rises over your life. I will connect this to the anointing. You need to engage every battle with the anointing on you. And now to steer up the anointing, one of the ways is to begin to magnify the name of the Lord. He said you rule over the kingdoms of the earth. In, in other words, even these guys who are against us, you are still their ruler because you are the almighty. He said none is able to withstand thee. In your hand is power and might. I see these forces, but I don't reckon with them that they have power. Power belongs to you. Even if you are God and you start hearing a man talking like that, these are oaths. I see their weapons. Yes, they are powerful, but you are the most high. Power belongs to you. And he said, Nobody, doesn't matter their number, they can't withstand the war, Porto. And God was like, Wow, next verse. And he said, God, you, and he went on and on. But I want to show you something that where a person brought a word to them. As he was praying, a word came. God's word. Then upon Jahazel, the son of Zachariah, the son of Benia, the son of Jesse, 
Look at me, everybody. Came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Next verse. And he said, I kill not Judah, you know, Jerusalem. And kill Jerusalem. Don't say the Lord. Be not afraid, not dismay. By the reason of the multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Are there battles here today that you will not need to fight? Oh, come. Next verse. Tomorrow, go down against them. Notice. He told them not to fight. He also gave another specific instruction. Tomorrow, an instruction will tie me. Go. And he told them again the direction. An instruction, it comes with timing and it comes with direction. End of the And then next verse. That's very important because we'll continue from there next week. You will not need to fight and go on and then fear not. Next verse. Then Joseph had this something. But we said, they fell before and they began to worship and pray started. Now, people are watching me and I want to say this to everybody. Before I talk about the fact that it's a collective effort, remind me. I have heard people teach, and I've told it myself, when the Bible of life phrase you, begin to praise God, it is very true. But it does not do away with the place of prayer. What do you praise God for? You can start with praise, matching with prayer, but don't make a move until you receive a word from God. When you receive a word from God, Joy begins on that word. There is a strategy for every battle. And this is where we are going next to a different. Now, let me just stop here. Now, it's a collective effort. You see, as they were praying, the prophet that was mentioned was also among them. He did not have a clue as to what will happen. This is the mistake people make. You must pray. The Bible says, is there any afflicted? Let him pray. As you pray, you, your prayer, if some of you pray very well for service next Sunday now, whatever anointing or praying in my life will rise to another level. As they began to pray, the prophet was able to connect and he brought a word for everybody, including himself. But before they prayed, the prophet didn't say anything. As we were praying, the Bible said the Spirit of God came upon him. You can't force the Spirit of God to speak when he's not speaking. But you can create an atmosphere for him. When the atmosphere is ripe, his voice will always be heard. This is why each one of you listening to me now, your contribution to the body of Christ is very important. I heard Oroko talking about that, and it's very true. When he said that a man of God spoke about uh, rigging or whatever, and he said that people will say that I is a man of God, nobody can catch. That was how they said, and Errol caught James and beheaded him. And before they knew what was happening, Errol caught Peter, and then the church woke up and started praying. If you don't pray for people that are sent to you, nobody is invisible except God. Did somebody just say what I just said now? Yes. yes. We have churches all over the way. People don't pray for the pastor. They come on. So I just expect that when you do, if all of us pray very well for the service next Sunday, it is possible that there is nobody that goes back with the situation. The anointing, combined anointing, one will chase it. I've told you before, each of the components they use to make bomb, one of them cannot explode by itself. But when they combine them, they become a bomb. Some of the materials for bomb, you see them as separate things. They buy this one there, buy this one there, buy wire here, buy this one there. Each one cannot explode by itself. Christianity, not, we have not explored the power that is in unity. Because the Lord is carried by very few people. Let me ask how many people pray for 30 minutes for today's service now. If I ask you today, so I don't think it will be up to 5%. This is why the body of Christ is weak. 
Everybody's looking at me now. Did you get what I just said now? Show me what will happen in a church. A church of 2,000 people and all the 2,000 on Saturday night. Everybody was praying that, Lord, move tomorrow. You have everybody. Angel in Omoli. Uh-uh. The house of the uh, 10 members living there, saying all of them, groaning in prayer about the service. The angel in Ogbaokera. Uh, in my God, in Lekki, report will reach every day. Glory of the Lord will rise. But some people will not do that. Just come on Sunday and so can we all pray about the service next week? That's why I'm sharing this with you. As they all started praying, the spirit of God came upon this guy and he brought a prophetic word. He said, You will not need to fight. You know what I love? Maybe this, uh, this is gonna be very I, I love this. David said, You'll come against me. So David fired one shot, boss, and the giant died. Fantastic victory. But I love Joseph's style. He did not fire any shots. He just got there. So there are battles that you win effortlessly. You just do something little and you win. But there are superior ways of winning. Where you don't even fight at all. You just get there, there is victory. But there is much... <laughs> another higher one. Ezekiah type. Joseph marched. And by the time they got there, they saw dead bodies. Ezekiel didn't even go anywhere. He didn't gather anybody. As he was praying, an angel killed Senakerub and 185,000 soldiers. So he didn't gather any group. They just brought a news to him that the man that dared you yesterday, we saw him and 185,000 soldiers dead today. But just like he was in his palace. And Joseph had gathered outside, they now laid down their son. But Ezekiel did not even bring out his son at all. Victories are in levels. Hallelujah. Oh, the race is not to the swift. The bread is not to the wise. The battle is not, Bible says, time and chance. But thank God it controls time and chance. Hallelujah. The victory of the Lord. Jesus paid the price. And because of you, you shall see the glory of God. I am not only teaching and bringing a prophetic word to you that this week many you will not see wind. You will not see rain. Yet your valley will be filled with water. While you are thinking of what to do about the situation, the Lord of hosts goes ahead of you. The next thing you are hearing is a good report that it's been done, that it has happened. It has happened. That word is coming from my spirit. What many people are waiting for to happen? Oh, Yakizo. In the name of Jesus, the next thing you will hear is that it has happened. Let's rise. Somebody begin to pray and give God praise on your seats. Somebody begin to praise God. My first away. Can I hear people pray in this place? Pray a prayer of thanksgiving. I will let on that for about three minutes. Thank you. Everybody pray. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Three minutes to pray, everybody. Can't take this. Amen. 
Say you, Lord, turn it to a shadow, turn it to something that is not real. Everybody pray. That's when the prayer point came to me. A real threat, but after this service, it becomes mere shadow. You go there, you can't find it again. to pray the second and the final prayer. Great dreams. Dreams don't come from Satan. The good ones. I'm not talking about fantasies. There are some dreams that you have. The way you close to her, you just know that that's where I'm supposed to be. Any dream that is put in your heart by God, we are going to pray right now that God should turn it to a reality. Let it be that immediately the service ends. Lines begin to connect to lines. People begin to come around you all towards making those dreams a reality. Whatever God is not going to die as a dream. No. We are giving life to it in the place of prayer. Ask God to touch it and make it real. Everybody pray. Pray with all of your heart. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dream. That great family that you are dreaming of, great marriage, children, it becomes real. Two minutes, my everybody, breathe. Those beautiful pictures in your spirits. This is what this service is about. The life of God is coming on them and they begin to be real. Those programs that you see. Those events that you see. Mashallah. Your eyes shall see them. Now they begin to happen. One by one they are happening. You two will say that we are like them dreaming. Oh Lord, so this is not a dream. You will praise him for it. 
In Jesus' name. Shall we all stand? In the name of Jesus Christ, the head of the church, I bless all of you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both yours and mine, our Lord Jesus Christ, from this moment, life is coming to all the good things that you are dreaming of. And they are becoming realities. In the name of Jesus Christ. And then the anointing of God is coming on the dark areas. And they are disappearing. They are disappearing. Every threat is coming down. You are winning. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.